the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. Who is at the center of our lives? You know, I, I kind of look at the, the human heart kind of like a stage. And um, somebody is always the main act of a stage. Our heart is like a stage, and somebody is the main act. Someone's the main character. Today, we have to ask ourselves, who is center stage of my life? Around who does my life revolve around? Today, John the Baptist actually had to face that question in a very, very serious way. It's, um, it's John the Baptist who all of his life has spent to prepare the way, to prepare people for the coming of the Messiah. But at the same time, as he's doing this preparation, everybody begins to start going to John the Baptist. It says that, Hundreds, if not thousands of people began to go to John the Baptist. They would change their lives. They would come travel from afar just to hear John the Baptist speak and then to be baptized by him. Now, in all of this, John the Baptist could have gotten kind of excited about this, that everybody is going to him now. Everybody wants to hear him speak. Now, Jesus, who he's really been preparing for, finally comes and the apostles come up to him and they say to him hey you know that guy that you've been talking about he's here and now everybody is going to him it's almost like hey are you mad hey you upset everybody's going to this guy now it's almost like they want to see him get upset about it and he says Nobody can receive anything except what has been given to him from heaven. Meaning, everything that I have, everything that I own, everything that I've done is not for my own glory. It's not for me. And what never was for me. Unfortunately, we as humans, it takes us a long time to get this point that my life doesn't revolve around me, that I am not the center stage, and that God doesn't work for me. It takes a long time. And sometimes, unfortunately, God has to allow certain things that can be very painful in our lives to make us question, to make us kind of face that reality and say, you know what, who am I really actually living for? Everything that I have, everything that I own, everything that I've chosen to do in my life, who is it actually really for? Sometimes, again, we have to learn that the hard way. There is this fight inside of every single human heart to want to be at the center, to want to be in control, to want to have everything go our way. You know, it's our agenda, and God has to fit my agenda. Even though we know that that's not true, 
We act like that oftentimes. When things don't go our way, we get upset. When we want to be in control and we want to see things go our way, we oftentimes look to God and say, okay, God, what are you doing here? Why are you doing this? We can even want to be upset with God. John the Baptist, everybody starts to leave him, and he's at peace with it. Doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just the best man. I'm not the groom, he says. Jesus is the groom. Today, Jesus is asking us, am I the center of your world? Does everything in my life revolve around Jesus? Every decision that I make, do I check with Jesus first? Am I living a life only because, only for being in competition with others or comparing myself to others? Constantly wanting to be in this fight of wanting to be good enough and living for those false expectations of the world or of the community. John the Baptist could have wanted to have fallen into this competition. You know, as Chaldeans, we don't know anything about competition, right? We don't know anything about competition. Somebody bought this car, now everybody got to go that, get, get that car. Somebody bought a house, everybody's got to go buy that house. Somebody bought, like, we are just, we're very, very, very obvious. We're very obvious, you know. And, um, and that, that, I mean, it's a, there's a beautiful part of our community that we're all so close-knit and we all influence each other and th there's nothing wrong with that. But it really goes to the heart of sometimes of our identity even. We begin to forget that Jesus is center stage here and that his love and his friendship is all that really matters. We begin to want to obsess about what people think of us. We begin to obsess with what we have and don't have, people's opinion of us, and we get lost. And then who becomes center stage? Us. And when we are center stage, it leads us to do things that we, don't, we know are not right. We begin to, when, when I'm center stage and Jesus is not, I begin to start judging because guess what? I'm the judge now. Unlike John the Baptist who says, I'm not the Messiah. I'm not, I'm not the bridegroom. I'm not the groom. I am not, he says. When we begin to compete, when we begin to compare, when we begin to judge, we begin to say, I am the Messiah. When we begin to gossip, when we begin to make fun of other people, I am the Messiah. Who is the center of my world? Next week, we're going to celebrate the feast um, on Saturday. Next Saturday, we'll celebrate the feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. How many of you guys have heard of the miracle of Lourdes? It's one of my favorite stories. Mary comes to St. Bernadette. St. Bernadette is this young little girl. And really, she had not very many gifts or talents. She was actually really, really, really sick. She couldn't even read or write. Now imagine today if a child at school didn't know how to read and write, he'd be bullied, right? 
And there's so much bullying that goes on at schools today. There's bullying that goes on in the world today. We bully each other. She couldn't read or write. And she was sick. And she was probably the most forgotten girl in the whole entire town. The last person that you would think of in the whole entire town. And who does Mary choose to go to? St. Bernadette. She goes to her. She appears to her in this grotto. Now, of course, we know the story. Mary shows her that there's, you know, um, there's a spring of water. People begin to put the water on them. They begin to get healed. And thousands and thousands and thousands of people begin to start rushing to the grotto. What does she do after Mary begins or leaves her and stops appearing to her? Where does she go? She goes to a convent far away, hours and hours away from Lourdes, and she completely disappears from the scene. And everybody starts looking for Bernadette. Everybody starts wanting Bernadette. Where is she? People start trying to offer her money. They tell her, we'll make you famous, we'll make you rich. She completely disappears. So then one day, one of the sisters came up to her when she was in the convent, they said to her, you know that thousands and thousands of people are going to the grotto now and they're all looking for you. Doesn't it bother you that all of these people are being healed and all of this is happening and you're not a part of it? You're not getting any attention for any of it? And she says this. She says, I am the broom of Mary. And Mary she can use me when she wants to do her work. And when she was done with using me, she put me behind the door. And she can do that. She can use me how she wants, and then she could put me behind the door. I'm satisfied. I did what God needed me to do. And I'm satisfied with that. My joy is full, like John the Baptist says today. Is my joy full? To know that I am doing God's work. That I am exactly where I need to be. And God has given me everything that I have or not have. Because sometimes we can look at only that. What I don't have. That every, I'm exactly where I need to be with exactly what I have. And how much I need to be able to have my joyful in Him being center stage. We can say, oh, yes, of course, Father. Yes, 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 yes. But how we know, how we truly know that Jesus is actually center stage in our, in our lives is when somebody else begins to get attention, and I don't, are we angry? When somebody begins to be noticed or chosen for something, and I don't. Somebody gets invited to something, and I'm not. Somebody is recognized and praised for something, and I'm not. How do we react? When somebody gets something that I really, really want, and I get angry, who's center stage? It's really, really hard. It's a tough, tough, long journey <laughs> to take ourselves out of the mix and allow Jesus to be truly number one in our hearts. Today, we should ask ourselves, is Jesus my number one? 
Let's ask Jesus today, Lord, make yourself number one in my heart. In my life, Lord, I want everything to be a reflection of you. My goods, my talents, my children, my home, everything, Lord, I want it to be for you, for your glory, how you want and when you want and what you want, Lord, I want it to be all for you. That takes surrender. And surrender is, I think, man's biggest enemy. Again, a long, lifelong journey and a lesson. So today, let's ask for the intercession of St. Bernadette to teach us to get out of the way and to allow Jesus to be center stage so that when people look at us, who will they see? You know, I, I always say, when I die, when I die, and when you die, when people talk about you at your funeral, are they just going to say nice things like, you know what, they were extremely talented, and they were very successful, and they were very rich, and they were a very nice person, and they were a good person, and those things, those are all nice things. But how many of us want people to say, that person knew Jesus, and I knew Jesus because of that person. Like, I saw the face of Jesus in that person. I knew God was real because of that person. I mean, God forbid, if we died today, would people say that at our funeral? Would people, would the first thing that somebody says about me, would it be about Jesus? And if not, then we were center stage and not Jesus. So today, let's ask Jesus, let's ask St. Bernadette for her prayers to teach us how to little by little surrender our lives to allow Jesus to take over us so that when people look at us, they see Jesus and only Jesus. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.